Deaconess Tansy, and I'd like to welcome you to Liberty Christian Church International, where our church motto states, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. If there's anything that we can do to create a better worship experience for you, reach out to us at www.lccimd.org. We'd love to hear from you. And again, welcome. and bless the name of the Lord. Father, we give you praise, oh God. No matter what it looks like, no matter how it feels, God, we still hope. And God, we bless your name, oh God. We come to offer up our praise. Oh God, bless you.
I don't care what the situation is. Our God is awesome. He is awesome. He can move mountains. He can keep me in the valley. And he can hide me from the rain. But one thing I know for sure, my God is awesome. Come on and worship the God of your salvation. If you know this song, come on and sing it with me.
Oh, come on and bless the name of our God. Sometimes you just gotta thank God for just being with God alone. Oh God, I'm grateful, God. Even when things seem to go wrong and just out of place, God, I'm so grateful, God. God, you've done things over here and you, you've made ways over there, God. God, we are just grateful, God. Oh God, you didn't have to do it, but you saw fit to step in just for us, God. And we bless your name, God. Hallelujah. I am grateful for the things that you have done. Yes, I'm grateful for the victories we've won. I could go on and on and on about your works because I'm grateful, grateful, so grateful. Just to praise you, Lord, flowing from my heart are the issues of my heart. It's and lift your hands and worship our God. Oh God, we are so grateful to your goodness and for your grace, oh God. Thank you, oh God, for your grace, oh God. We grace you, oh God, your grace, your grace, your grace, God. I am, I'm so grateful for the things that you have done. Yes, I'm grateful for the victories you've won. I could go on and on and on about your words because I'm grateful, grateful, so grateful just to praise you, Lord, flowing from my heart, all the issues of my heart is gratefulness. Oh God, I'm so grateful. Sometimes all I can do is just sit here and exclaim this over and over and over again, God. Grateful, 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 gratefulness. It's flowing from the heart. Grateful, grateful. Grateful, 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 God, I'm grateful, 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 
been in oh your God, life he's been you. grateful I, I i dare to say that i know there's somebody right now that god has been amazing in your life that he's done something in your life that he's gone uh, gone above beyond and he's exceeded all that you've expected right now and in this moment and in this time and in this season we simply want to say thank you god we simply want to say, God, if it had not been for your grace and your mercy, God, if it had not been for your joy and your peace and your comfort and your love and your compassion, God, that I don't know where I would be. I don't know what I would be going through. I don't know where I'd be at in my life. So right now, God, I just simply want to say thank you. I want to thank you for waking me up this morning. I want to thank you, God, for giving me strength. I want to thank you, God, for giving me life and breath in my body. And I'm just here to simply say thank you, God. The old people used to put it like this. If you never did anything else for me, if you've never uh, blessed me anymore, you've done more than enough. And I know somebody right now has that testimony that I don't look like what I've been through. I don't look like what I'm going through. And God has just blessed me with my right mind in spite of. God has blessed me in my family in spite of. God has blessed me continuously in spite of my situation, in spite of my circumstances. So right now, I simply want to thank you, God. God, from the rising of the sun into the setting of the same, 
your name is worthy to be praised so this morning god as we come before you this morning god as we give up our offering to you god as we give up our love our sacrifice your word your wisdom your plan and your design for our life god we just simply say thank you god we simply say god we're amazed and honored at what you're going to do so god in the midst of all that's going on in the midst of this season in the midst of the joy in the midst of the the turmoil in the midst of whatever we're in right now you said let everything that have breath praise ye the lord so god we praise you right now we worship you right now god we bless your name right now for your name is a strong tower your name is just your name is righteous your name is holy your name is anointed your name is above all other names your word declares that if you be lifted up that you'll draw all men unto you so God we lift your name up right now Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer. You are my healer. You are my father. You are my Lord and savior. You are my all in all. And God, we surrender it all to you. So hide me, this your servant, behind your cross so that the people will see none of me, but they see all of thee. Let your word penetrate to those recesses of their lives. Let your word penetrate to the very core of the spirit. Let your word bring forth the praise right now like never before. We don't do church like we used to do church. But God, let your, your spirit flow. Let it flow from the highest heights, the highest mountain to the lowest depths. Let your spirit flow and allow your spirit to have its way. It is in your son Jesus' name. We pray. Say amen. 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 And if you have your Bibles this morning, pick up your Bibles, your cell phone or whatever you may have as we make our Bible declaration and repeat after me Lord I thank you that I have a Bible it is my personal copy of God's purpose God's plan and God's design for my life therefore I am a believer and not a doubter I'm not just a hearer but I'm also a doer and my life has been changed after hearing the word of the living God in Jesus name I pray amen let's give God a hand clap of praise amen 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 welcome to Liberty Christian Church International this is an awesome time and an awesome season. I'm just so excited about you being with us today and joining us for our worship. We have been in this exciting time of worship here at Liberty Christian Church and we have just come out of a series entitled Evicted. Somebody say Evicted. 
and because we came out of this season i i felt like and god placed in my spirit that it was a time to just be thankful it was a time just for us to 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 graduate and grow and and just be joyful about what god has done for you this morning for what god is doing for you and what god has done in your life so 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 in the process of preparing for this week god simply said are you ready to just give me thanks give me praise give me honor and give me all the gratitude and hope and things that for the things that i've done for you <coughs> excuse me but this morning i want to i want i want to touch that this is not a series that we're going to talk about but we're going to give god thanks amen we're going to give god uh all his just due honor on this morning and and if you have your bibles i want you to open up your bibles real quick as we look at and we deal with this theme this morning the ministry of thank you the ministry of thank you and and the subtopic of this is the reason why you say thank you the, the reason why you say thank you and if you open up your bibles real quick we're going to look at second corinthians the second chapter looking at the 14th through the 17th verse second corinthians the 13th chapter correction second corinthians the second chapter looking at the 14th through the 17th verse and it reads as this is a very familiar scripture and I want you to hear this the way that it says you know I read from the New American Standard Bible it says but thanks be to God who what always leads us in triumph in Christ and manifest through us a sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place Verse number 15 says, for we are a fragrance of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. In verse number 16, it says to one an aroma from death to death and to the other an aroma from life to life. And who is adequate for these things? For we are not like many. Somebody say, I'm not like many. I'm not like many. Peddling the word of God, but as from sincerity but as from god we speak in christ in the sight of god that thing right there once again says but thanks be unto god who always causes us to triumph someone real quick simply say i'm thankful because i always win i'm thankful because I always win no matter what the enemy throws at me no matter what the enemy says no matter what it looks like I am simply thankful because I win somebody declare I'm victorious in Christ Jesus I'm victorious in Christ Jesus I'm victorious because he woke me up this morning I'm victorious because he started me on my way I'm victorious because I'm not I don't pay the penalty for what I did last night I'm victorious because he loves me I'm victorious because I'm a child of God I'm victorious because I received him as my Lord and Savior I am victorious so because I'm victorious, I got to simply say thank you. Somebody say thank you. See, this word thankful, this, this word that we're going to look at this morning and, and base today's word off of comes from this word thankfulness. And, and thankfulness is an adjective that simply means pleased 
and relieved. I'm pleased and relieved that God has woke me up. I'm pleased and relieved that I have good health right now. I'm pleased and relieved that I can see my kids. I'm pleased and relieved that I have a job and my finances are taken care of. But most importantly, I'm pleased and relieved that I have a relationship with God the Father. Because if I did not have this relationship, if you did not have this relationship, where would you be? But 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 when we look at this scripture this morning and this text this morning, I need you to grab hold of some components and some things that are in this text. I need you to see what this text truly says to us and about us and, and what it is declaring to us in this text this morning. Now, in the beginning of this text, I need you to see this. It says, but thanks be to God. God the Father, God God the one who created us in his image and his likeness to look like him. But thanks be unto God who always leads us in triumph in Christ Jesus. He, he doesn't put you out there for you to do your own thing. He doesn't put you out there to walk your own walk. He doesn't put you out there to fight your own battle. The Bible says, but thanks be unto God who always does what leads us. In triumph. He he leads us. That means he's going before us. And, and I know scripture teaches us that if God be for us, that no one can be against us. Or who can be against us? And I'd rather have God the Father walking before me in anything that I do. And, I, and I'm sure that you have the same sentiment this morning. That as long as God is leading your path and directing your path. That you know that you have the opportunity to be who he's called you to be. You have the opportunity to do what what he's called you to do. You have the opportunity to walk in greatness. You have an opportunity to receive grace and mercy. You have the opportunity to be what Christ has deemed you to be. Somebody say he's walking before me. He's walking before me because he's leading me and he's guiding me. He's directing my path. If you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit, his, the Bible says that he came to lead and direct us, to be our friend, to be our comforter, to be our guide. So he's leading and guiding and directing us. So there's a reason right there to be thankful. Am I? Do I have anybody here this morning that can declare that I'm thankful simply because he's leading me? I'm thankful simply because he's my joy. He's my peace. He's my hope. When, when things look bad, when things don't go right, when, when things don't seem right in my life, if I'm putting my trust in God, if I'm putting my trust in his salvation, if I'm putting my hope in him and I'm allowing him to lead me, I can sit back and say, God, if God be for me, and no one can be against me. If God does this thing for me like he said he would, then he, because he's, a, he's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If God said that my answers are yea, my promises are yea and amen, and if he's leading me and I'm following his lead, then I'm going to walk in victory. Somebody say I'm walking in victory. See, the Bible says, and the Bible says this, and manifest through us a sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. See, I, I needed you to grab hold and see that real quick, that he said that he, uh, that, 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 and manifest through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in 
every place. Somebody say every place. That means no matter where I'm at, no matter the situation I'm in, no matter what I'm doing, if God is omnipresent, that means he's in every place of my life. When I've gone through the bad, when I've gone through the good, when I've gone through my ups and downs, when you've gone through situations after situations, somebody needs to realize that God is in every place of your life. When, when you're thinking about things about your life, when you go back and reflect on your life and things that have happened in your life, whether you're a child or an adult, you need to realize that God has been in every place of your life. And even when it seemed like it was a dark place, even when it seemed like all hope was lost, that if he's in every place and then he's doing everything and leading and guiding you, that he must be leading and guiding you while you're going through your situations, while you're going through your problems, while you're going through your mess, because he's leading and guiding you to triumph you. And if that's not a place to say, thank you, God, I don't know what is. If that's not a simple place to say, God, I give you glory for bringing me through. God, I bring you glory. I give you honor. I give you praise because of what you've done for me, what I could not do for myself. I, I could not get past my own flesh. I could not get past those oppressive things that I've been dealing with. And even as we came out of this evicted series that we just came from, I need you to realize that you could not have triumphed or evicted evicted some things without the power and the anointing of God, the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I know that there are certain things that you're strong enough to deal with, but God said in your weakness, his strength is made perfect. There are some places and some things that you simply got to say thank you. Somebody say thank you, God. See, the Bible says in verse number 15 of this text, it says, for we are a fragrance. That means we smell good in the eyesight of God. He said we are a fragrance of Christ. So, so the embodiment of Christ that dwells on the inside should be coming out of your pores. His, his whole aura, his whole being, his everything should be coming out of you so that God has a direct attachment to you, to, to, to your manifestation, to your, your place in the kingdom. He has a direct connection because you smell like him. He said we are a fragrance of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are being uh, who are perishing that means we stand out somebody declare I stand out but see, because you stand out, it says to one an aroma from death to death and to the other an aroma from life to life. And, and who is adequate for these things? For we are not like many peddling the word of God, but, but as from sincerity, but as from God, we speak in Christ in the sight of God, in the sight of God. So I'm pleased and I'm relieved, simply put, because I'm not peddling to those people. When, when we see the Apostle Paul in this text talking to the church at Corinthians, he was telling them that they were separated and they were not out here trying to profit and peddle the word or trying to exploit, exploit the word for gain, for, for monetary 
monetary gain, but because they are a child of God, but because they are the people of God, but because they are the set apart of God, that their plan and their smell and their aurora uh, that's attached to them triumphs in God. Somebody say, I smell like God. I smell like God. And I'm, I'm not talking about a nasty smell. I'm talking about smelling like a sweet savor. I'm talking about smelling like righteousness. I'm talking about smelling like holiness. I'm not talking about how you smelled this morning when you woke up with morning breath because I'm talking about when you woke up and you're smelling like God smelt. That sweet savor, that undistinct, uh, uh, that uh, that distinctive savor that God has, because there are three components that happen to you when you give thanks, and and that scripture said, uh, 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 now now unto Him, the the Bible talks about that scripture, and it says that we give thanks in all things. Why? Because thanks requires and allows us to do a couple of things. And this morning, this is where I want to park at this morning with these three things. See the. Thanks that we give unto God is if we if we thank him for our past, we understand something that that God, you brought me from a mighty long way. God, you brought me out of situation after situation. Our thanks unto God. The reason we say thank you, it offers up three components and these three components set us apart. If these three components can change the course of your life, what's the first thing that we do? We thank God for our past. Why? Because he did not have to allow us to come out of our situations. He did not have to allow us to uh, allow his hand to be on the things that we've gone through in our past. You, you know those things that I'm talking about. Not everything that everybody knows, but some things that you've graduated from, from your past had some troubled times, some situations that you've had, some mindsets that you had, even down to our young people today, some things that they've thought about, some things that they've done that nobody knows, their parents may not know, but there are some things that God has delivered you from your past, and it's simply time to say thank you. I know you think you big, bag, and bold, and you could do everything by yourself, and you brought yourself uh, uh, on your own, and you pulled up your bootstraps, and you brought yourself out of your past but no I'm here to tell you that God said that in your in your weakness my strength is made perfect so if my strength was made perfect in your past I brought you out of some situations I brought you through some troubled waters I parted your Red Sea when you had your Red Sea moment I delivered you like I delivered my children so there comes a time to honor me for my past but but so, so I need somebody right now to simply say God thank you for bringing me through my past. Thank you for my past because my past not only brought me through some situations, but it taught me some valuable lessons. Anybody ever uh, had that moment where, where the stove was hot in your past and, and you reached out and touched the stove and it burned the tip of your fingers and you, after you heard your parents constantly tell you, your mom, your dad told you constantly, grandma told you, don't touch that stove, don't get close to that stove, but you still reached out and touched that stove and not until you experience what came about from it could you not say I'll never do that again some of us have that testimony about life situations you've done some things in your life after person after person told you not to do it you shouldn't be in that relationship you shouldn't indulge in this type of lifestyle you should not do this type of thing and until you experienced it and experienced the hardship from it you did not get the proper lesson from it but 
this morning I came to tell you that even in your past failures, even in your past mistakes, even in your past letdowns, even in your past hurt, even in your past misfortune, that God, that is still time for you to say thank you, God. Why? Because you could have been left right there in those situations. You could have been left right there in the midst of that. And in the midst of all of that, God still said, I got a better plan for you, so I got to bring you out of your past. But I need you to get this, that I'm going to thank God for my past, but I can't do this. I cannot remain in it. I cannot remain the same way. I cannot remain. Somebody say, I can't remain in my past. I can't remain in my past because I'll never be able to look forward to my future. I can't remain in my past because my past is is just what it was. My past, Paul put it like this, forgetting those things which are behind me, I press towards my mark of my high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. So if I forget my past, that means I can look forward to my future. I can look forward into my right now. So I thank you, God, that you brought me through my past. I thank you, God that you brought me through my situation God I thank you God that you delivered me out of that but now I gotta move forward somebody say it's time to move forward it's time to move forward it's time to thank you God I I acknowledge what you've done for me but see when I thank God and when I operate in a spirit of thankfulness I'm not just thanking God for my past but I gotta thank God for this I gotta thank God for my present somebody say what is pastor talking about this morning because too many times do we think of our current situation as something that's going to end us but I'm here to surmise to you that even in your current situation that this aroma that you have the Bible say you have an aroma from death to death and life to life but in this current situation in this current climate right now that I'm here to declare to you that if you can get out of your own mind and begin to thank God when you look around at your current climate yes you might be in the house because of COVID-19 yes you might be dealing with certain things but you have opportunities to reassure what your relationship with God you have time and moments to reassure your relationship with your family you have time and moments to to get your priorities and together some some people had dreams and businesses and and aspirations on their mind that they were working so much and they were dealing with so much of regular life that they simply miss the opportunity and God uh, in the midst of all of this said why don't you sit down and write out that business plan why don't you sit out and write down your dreams and your aspirations? Why don't you sit down and get close to me? Some of you all have ministry on the inside of you, but you've been working so hard and you've been doing so much that you forgot to really seek after God and put God at the forefront of your life. Some people have records in their spirit. Some people have million dollar dreams in their spirit. Some people have time that they need to rekindle old relationships. And now while you are going through the midst of this time where you had to be patient, where you had to sit still, where you had to allow yourself to be, to depend on God, that if you can honestly give thanks to him for this moment of time that you're in. Somebody say, I thank God for my present. I thank God 
for my present. But get this, while you're thanking God for your present, you cannot get complacent in it. You can't get so absorbed in it that you won't move forward. I told you, Paul said in, in Acts that I'm uh, forgetting those things which are behind me. I press towards the mark of my high calling. That, that means, yeah, even in the midst of my present, I, I got to move forward in what God has called me to. I got to move forward in what God has called me to be. There are some things that, that, that you know that you have to look forward to. And so don't get complacent in this place that you're in. If it requires you for continued education, make sure you're continuously growing if it requires you to be with your kids more then then be with your kids more but don't get complacent why because complacency ruins you complacency will keep you in bound in bondage of, of of despair and of hurt yes i know what it looks like yes i know case numbers that keep going up with covid19 but if you remain complacent and constantly saying i'll never come out the door i'll never step foot out the house you're gonna miss the mark of where god is trying to take you somebody declare i can't remain complacent I, I, I can't remain complacent, but I thank God for this season that I'm in. I thank God that he allowed me to go through this season because this season of life has brought so much out of you. This season of life has brought dreams back to the forefront. This season of confinement, this season of containment allowed your relationship to be rebuilt, allowed you to see some people you may needed to drop off, allowed you to see some people people you needed to let go of allowed you to see some relationships that had to be rebuilt or late relationships that you missed on that God is allowing you to rekindle while you're in this moment and in this present time I need you to thank God for simply doing the amazing right now to simply sustaining you there are people that's dying every day but God is sustaining you there are people that are losing it all but when you look over your life and you see where you are right now it could be worse it could be better it could be somewhere else but right now I need somebody to simply clap your hands and thank God that he's keeping you thank God that he's delivering you thank God that he's bringing you through thank God that he's showing you his way thank God that he has not forgotten you thank God that he's still loving you thank God that he's still providing for you thank God that he's still right there with you in the midst of it all somebody simply declare thank you God thank you God thank you God for for relief for holding me thank you God for keeping me because when you praise and thank God it not only uh, honors him for your past and it not only contains you and keeps you through your present right now but there's scripture that talks about this in Isaiah and I need you to understand that when you operate with a spirit of gratitude it, it changes that dynamic dynamic of what God is doing with you and for you. Let's look at this word gratitude. This word gratitude is defined as this, the quality of being thankful, a readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. 
And see, somebody under somebody really only believed that God was a one-way God, that, that he, does not, uh, he does not get happy about your praise. But the Bible says that he delights in the praises of his people. He delights when you, when you, uh, when you give him honor and you give him glory and you speak to him and you talk to him and you tell him for what he's done in your life. And when God is there and when you understand that and what he's doing and you operate in a spirit of gratitude, which is an appreciation, not just for financial gain, but an appreciation that you got good health and an appreciation that, that, that it could be another way, that you could have lost your mind, that you could have been strung out on drugs, that you could have been strung out and living in the street, that you could have been homeless, that you could have been without. So when I operate with a spirit of thankfulness that, that flows in gratitude, I got to simply say, thank you, God. See, too often in time, do we get to a place where we feel like we can do it on our own? We feel like that it's not always God is that, that, that we don't need help from other people. We don't need help from anybody else. And we can do it by ourselves. And, and we get a little high and mighty on our on our horse. We we, we hop up on our high horse and we feel like nobody uh, uh, nobody's done anything for us. Or even if you've done something for us, you how many people have ever dealt with people who said you might have did that for me, but I could have done it myself or, or, or a lot of people may have said that 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 you know what I I appreciate what you've done but I would have done it this way but but how many people know that you serve a God that said you can never do it my way you can never be as the, the be as good as I am in your life you could never uh, uh, deliver what I can deliver to your life because first and foremost I gave up my son that died for you and your salvation so that alone you should have gratitude for that because if you're going to accept me as your Lord and Savior if you're going to accept me as your king of king and your lord of lords you must believe that i can do something that you can't do i i don't need anybody doing uh or or, or coming to the kingdom with a with a with a half-hearted mind when you step into the kingdom you must know that i am alpha and omega i am your beginning and your end you must know that i'm omniscient I, i'm omnipresent i'm omnipotent i have all power i know all things and i am everywhere at once because I'm in every place of your life. The Bible says that he knew your end from your beginning and if he knew your end from your beginning and, and no matter how you started, I need you to give God thanks just because you're still progressing towards an end, towards an expected end. You're still progressing towards something great. You're still moving forward to be what God has called you to be. Yeah, I know you've gotten knocked down. I know that it felt like you had thorns I know it felt like that they've tried to, the, to try to nail you to a cross but I need you to realize that even in spite of the what it looks like with the death if he if he allowed his son to go into a grave simply so that he could show the enemy that in three days he's getting back up somebody needs to know that you might be in a deathful situation you might look like you about to lose it all but God said give me three days with your life give me three moments of your time give me your past your present and your future and I'm gonna show you what I can do I'm gonna show you that I can bring you out of a grave moment but you gotta have gratitude and a heart of thankfulness
thankfulness when I do it because what I can do can no man do. What I can promise you can no man promise you. He said my promises are yea and amen and, and at the end of the day I need you to realize that this spirit of gratitude that you're walking with is here for you because not only with your past and your present I want to look at scripture one more time and show you this Isaiah the 43rd chapter looking at the 18th through the 21st verse and I'm and I'm going to get up out of here right after I tell you this this morning Isaiah says this it says do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past that means you got to let go of the past just like I said but get this he said behold I will do something what new I uh, have somebody right there can, can shout right now because I'm looking for something new in my life I'm looking for God to do the amazing in my life if he said behold I will do something new what is it that you need done new in your life I dare somebody share this on their page I dare somebody share this with somebody what is it that you want God to do new he said behold he said do not call to mind the former things yeah I did stuff in the past but what can I do for you right now he said now it will spring forth will you not be aware of it will you not know what I'm getting ready or what I've done for you in this season of your life he said, I will even make a roadway in the wilderness. Some of y'all feel like y'all in the wilderness right now. Some of you feel like that you, you cannot find your own direction. But God said, I'll give you a way of escape. I'll make a roadway in the midst of your absence. I'll make a roadway while you feel like you're lost. I'll make a roadway while you're in your wilderness moment. Why? Because I'm bringing you to triumph. I'm bringing you to victory. I'm going to lead you to victory. And if he said he'll make a roadway, that means he's not sending you on a roadway to hell but he's sending you on a roadway to victory somebody declare I'm on my road to victory um, I, I will even make a roadway in the wilderness and rivers in the desert while you're in a desolate place, a dry place of your life. He said, I'll give you water to drink. I'll make sure that you're nurtured. I'll make sure that my spirit, because water is synonymous with the spirit. So he said, I will make rivers in the desert. And the beast of the field will glorify me. That means everything in the inhabitants will glorify God. The jackals and the ostrich, because I have given waters in the wilderness where, where it seems like, like, like you have no hope and it seems like it's all lost. I'll give you water in the midst of your wilderness moment. Right now, too many of us have been experiencing wilderness moments and we think that God is not watching, but he said, I'm dropping deposits of water in your life. I'm dropping deposits to continue to nurture and satisfy and build you up to keep you hydrated for this race. For he said, the race is not given to the swift nor the a battle to the strong but to he who endures and in order to endure I gotta have something on the inside of me that's gonna push me not only is it gonna push me from my past but it's gonna push me through my present why because once I realize what God is doing then I can move forward into my future he said and rivers in the desert to give drink 
To who? My chosen people. Somebody say, I'm chosen. I'm chosen. I'm chosen by the beloved. I'm chosen for righteousness. I'm chosen as the elect. I'm chosen as God's people. I'm chosen as an heir and a joint heir with Christ Jesus. Oh, I dare somebody begin to declare that, that I'm an heir and a joint heir with Christ Jesus. I'm above and not beneath. I'm the lender and not the borrower. I might be at this place right now, but God has chosen me. And He's because he's chosen, in me. He's provided drinks of blessings, drinks of anointing, drinks of power, drinks that are going to bring me to an expected end in his kingdom. I'm an heir and a joint heir. Somebody declare I'm an heir. Somebody declare that I'm above. Somebody declare that I'm adopted in the beloved. I dare you turn to your neighbor right now and declare that you're a chosen person of God. You're, you're a child of God. You're, you're chosen. The Bible says that you're a peculiar people, a, a royal priesthood. I need somebody to know that all the naysayers, all the people that have talked about you, all the things that you heard even yesterday, I need you to cancel that out of your mind and declare that I'm chosen in the beloved. I'm royalty. I'm righteousness. I'm the billboard of who God should be in the uh, how God should look in the earth. And I'm stepping out on faith to believe what God said. Why? Because simply this in verse number 21 it says the people whom I formed for myself would declare my praise. Once again we got to get back to this place of thankfulness. He said the people who, whom I formed if you are formed in the image and in the likeness of Christ, I dare you lift your hands up wherever you may be. Or do you look like Christ? Do you feel like Christ? Are you created to be like Christ? Are you created with good works? If that's you, I dare, I don't care where you are, whether you're here in the sanctuary, whether you're in home in your sanctuary, I dare you lift up your hands and begin to declare my praise for you, God. I worship you, God, uh, because you did not have to do it for me, but because you chose chose me in this season of my life. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to thank you. I'm going to honor you. I'm going to praise you because you formed me to look like you. You didn't form me to look like the enemy. You didn't form me to be broken. You didn't form me to be down and out, but you performed, you formed me for good works. Somebody say my good works. You made me to look like you for my good works. He said, he who has begun a good work in you shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So if he put you on the potter's wheel to form and mold you, to make you to look like him, I'm declaring that you are his good works. And if you're his good works, I dare you praise him simply because you're his good works, simply because you know that you got greater on the inside of you even in the spite in spite of your presence you got greater on the inside of you even though you've been through hell and high water you got greater on the inside of you even in spite of who's laying next to you right now you got greater inside of you in spite of what everybody else called you they called you everything but a child of God but this morning I'm here to declare to you that Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. Thanks be unto God who always causes me to walk in victory. Thanks be unto God who has always set my ladder from my, from, that knew my ladder was better than my past. Thanks be unto God. Somebody declare thanks be unto God. Thanks be unto God. Not only because of that, because in my thankful moments, I got to do this last thing and I'm about to get up out of here for y'all this morning. If I give thanks for what I'm expecting, I, I need to give thanks for what I'm expecting because your thanks requires faith 
for a new thing. If, if, we just, if we understand what faith is, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It's some things in your life that you must admit that, 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 that you know that, that you need or want done in your life. But I dare you to operate in faith for a new thing. I dare you to thank God in advance and show faith for a new thing. What, what is it that you need new in your life? Do you need relationships rebuilt? Do you need a, a, a deposit into your spirit to be better in Christ? Do you need to restore some things that have happened or, or, or get past some hurt or some brokenness? But thanks be unto God. So, so if I'm giving thanks to God for what I'm expecting, that means I'm expecting God to do a major thing in my life. I'm not expecting just the normal to happen, but I'm expecting God to ex do exceedingly and abundantly above all. If that's you this morning, I dare you open up your mouth. I dare you open up your heart and I dare you to begin to say God I thank you I thank you right now for the faith for the new things God I'm going into new situations we got kids that are starting a new school tomorrow that are starting learning a new way God but I thank you God that your hedge of protection is over them God I thank you right now for the teachers right now God I thank you for those that are doing a new thing we're in uncharted water I thank you for the income streams that need to come in I thank you for the anointing that no cyber bullying will happen with our kids. Oh yeah, this can be back to back to school Sunday. We may not be in a traditional setting of church and, and, and we may be in a new place. God, I thank you for new streams of ministry. God, I thank you for the teachers that will have to handle our children. I thank you, God, in advance for your hedge of protection coming about in this school year. So God, I thank you that the faith for the new thing is going to exceed expectations somebody say I'm giving thanks for what I'm expecting for what I'm expecting for what I'm looking for because your thanks not the person next to you your thanks shifts the environment your thanks changes the atmosphere your thanks does something with God you have a personal relationship with God and your thankfulness releases the provisions for God from God for your life your thankfulness yeah how, how many people have ever been in a place where you've done something for somebody and you didn't need anything in return but a simple thank you uh, how many people know that God is the same way what he's brought you from he simply wants you to say thank you what he's done for you in your life he simply wants you to say thank you what he what he's provided for you he simply wants you to say thank you when you was going home drunk that night and you didn't get into an accident he want he wants you to say thank you and even if you you did get into an accident you're still here with a testimony to say thank you God I could have died that night God I thank you God that I could have been in the wrong place God God I thank you that that I got the answer I heard the call and now I'm hearkening and hastening to your throne God I thank you for when you told me to, 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 to stop where I stopped at and God even though it may seem like it hurt in relationships God it may seem like it hurt in other areas of your life but when I say thank you God I'm thanking you because you kept me from danger seen and unseen God those unseen dangers in my mind those unseen dangers in the demonic realm those unseen dangers with those relationships you've kept me out of those things those people you've kept uh, that you've denied access to me so God I'm operating in a spirit of thankfulness somebody say thankfulness 
thankfulness, thankfulness. Uh, we heard the, song, the psalmist this morning say, God, I'm thankful for the things that you've done. I'm thankful for the victories we've won. God, there, there are victories that we don't even know about that you've won on our behalf. We, we might be bruised up from some battles. We might be bruised up from some situations. But God, you brought us out of it. And for that, we are thankful. So God, because we're thankful, we're here to give you glory. Because we're thankful, we're here to give you honor. Because we're thankful, we're here to worship you like never before. Yes, I know we've lost people along the way. Yes, I know that some have gone on to glory. Yes, but God, right now, I'm thankful that, that I may not be in the best of situations, but God, you still have me here. And because you have me here, I need somebody to look at their neighbor. Because God, and declare, because God has you here, he got a work for you to do. Because God has you here, uh, he got a work for you to do. And it's time to stop sitting on the sideline of the world. It's time to stop sitting on the sideways of the road. It's time to get out and become more active. It's time to be the change that you're looking for. This past Friday was the 57th uh, uh, anniversary of the March on Washington with Dr. King and his famous speech on the Lincoln Memorial Steps that I have a dream. And even in that speech, I have a dream. I believe Dr. King was being thankful for what he saw coming in the future and 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 he may not be here he I, I believe in his speech he said i may not get there but but I'm, I'm thankful for the change that's coming i may not see it and i need somebody to declare right now that i may not be there but god i see what you're doing for my future i see what you're doing in my generation i see what you're doing with my family i see what you're doing in my kids i see what you're doing and i may not be here but god i'm gonna thank you while i'm here god for their for their for their righteousness i'm gonna thank you god and i'm gonna declare and i'm gonna praise right now for their for generation somebody declare i'm thankful i'm thankful i'm thankful i'm thankful and in the midst of your thankfulness i need you to know that god is simply saying because you showed your love for me I will open up heaven's window. I will bless you. I will pour out into you because you've loved me so much. I'm, I'm simply thankful. The, the scripture says again, thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. I dare you to lift your hands and just begin to declare that I'm thankful. I'm thankful for triumphing. I'm thankful for growing. I'm thankful for maturity. I'm thankful. The Bible said even out of the mouths of babes that the word of God can flow. I'm thankful. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful God that you're doing something in me. Yeah and my, my generation is not ready for it but God I'm thankful that you're producing in me something that's going to be life changing for my peers. Uh, I dare you right now touch the head of your kids right now. I dare you right now become the priest in your own home and begin to declare some things 
things over your kids for this season in school, that they will be A students, that they will remain virtuous, that they'll remain righteous, that they won't have lack, that they won't be feel like they're uh, uh, secluded, but God, that you will send the, ne the needed resources, that God, you'll send the needed income, that God, you'll send the needed provisions, even for the mothers and the fathers who have to change their schedules. God, I'm declaring right now, God, that all their needs will be met. I'm thanking you advance in advance for meeting their needs, God. I'm thanking you in advance, God, for superseding the expectation, God, for those that are homeless, for those that are without right now, God. I'm asking you right now, and I'm thanking you in advance, God, for a shift in the atmosphere in their life, God. I'm thanking you for those uh, people who, who are looking for to get back into right relationship with their kids and, 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 and get into a place where they're there so that they can be dependent on you. God, I'm thanking you in advance for hearing my petitions because my prayer life has to be in order so that, God, we can thank you for those that may not even know you, God, that are having a moment right now of experience. God, I thank you for this moment. I thank you, God, that even in the midst of this pandemic where churches have had to go online, God, that people are hearing the word and the gospel. I thank you in advance. I thank you right now, God, for who you're sending, for what you're declaring in the earth, God. I thank you right now that the tides and the seasons is shifting, God. I thank you for healing from this pandemic. I thank you for deliverance over this coronavirus. God, I'm thanking you in advance, God, because yes, I'm in my present right now, but God, I'm looking towards the future. God, I'm looking towards what you're going to do in the next 10 days, in the next 5 days, in the next hour, in the next season. God, I'm looking towards you, God, and I'm walking in expectation, so thank you, God, because you called us to triumph. I thank you right now, God, for who you're setting free. For your word declares that whom the son sets free is truly free indeed. I'm thanking you for even the thought that your son is going to return to come get us. I'm thanking you in advance for being caught up in that number. I thank you, God. God, for if you be for us, who can be against us? If you said we triumph in every place, if you declared that we're a sweet aroma from death to death, from life to life, if you declared that this word is not being peddled by your people, but it is being declared by your children. So God, we're thankful in the midst of it. We thank you, God, that even those that have gone on that they're not suffering, that there's no more pain, there's no more hurt. Thank you, God. If we flow and operate in thankfulness, God said, I'll continue to do a what? A new thing. God, do a new thing right now, God. God, all across every sanctuary, every home, every person that's listening under the sound of my voice, God, I'm asking you now, God, to begin to do a new thing. Do a new thing right now, God. And be who you said you would be. You said you're our father. You said you're our joy. You're our peace, our contentment. You're our hope. You said you're our love. So right now, God is... We come before you as we come with a spirit of thankfulness. I'm asking you, God, to 
to shift the atmosphere, the environments, the place in our life that we've been, where we've been thinking so much, where we've been worrying so much. How is going to get done in this next season? On this back to school Sunday, this truthfully youth Sunday here at Liberty, God, I'm asking you right now, God, to show our kids a new thing. Open up their eyes, open up their spiritual eyes so that they can see who you are, God. That they can imagine a world where racism comes to an end. Where oppression comes to an end. Ha. Yeah, I know what the right now says. But I'm thanking you in advance for the future generations. I'm thanking you right now that once the, the, the Abrahams are gone and, and it's still the Joshua's and the Caleb's and, the, and, and all those that came after. When, when, when Moses is gone and Abraham is gone, God, that the, the remnant that you're raising up will be life-changing. There's a deliverer right now walking through someone's school. There's, there's a person that's set aside right now for major work. Keep them covered to the appointed time. Prophetically, I'm speaking, the mantle is shifting. The mantle is changing. And we're thankful, God, right now. That your word declares I once was lost, but now I'm found. So when we declare that this was a lost generation, I'm thankful, God, that you're finding them in the place that they're at. I'm thankful that you're finding them, that you're releasing a new anointing in them. You said in those last days, you pour out your spirit upon your people and young men will prophesy. Old men will have dreams, God. So now, God, we're asking you to raise up those young prophets that are not bound by religious dogma, that are not bound by church etiquette, but they're being raised up as young prophets and prophetess. That they will prophesy with thus saith the Lord. With boldness that tears down the walls of hell. That breaks oppression. That sets a new standard. Because thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. The enemy is roaring around, but thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. The enemy is looking to seek whom he may devour, but thanks be unto God that, that the head of the children, that the head of their lives, that, that you will be at the forefront and no hair on their head shall be harmed. The enemy does not know who it is. So he's trying to take our young generation out. But God is raising up a remnant. Old men, protect them. Let the dreams that are being dreamed set the standard to honor and hold them. And 
God, in return, we still give you thanks and we give you glory and we give you honor. From death to death, from life to life, you always cause us to triumph. Now in the midst of all of this, God, we give you glory and we give you praise and we give you honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At this moment in our service, you know, I come to you each and every last week with five things that I want you to ask your neighbor. I want you to ask whoever's sitting around you. Do you need any of these five things? The first thing is this. If you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you've never said, Lord, I've ex I accept you into my heart. I confess my sins. Come into my life and be my God and be my king. If you've never said that, this is the perfect opportunity. You accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You confess your sins. If you've never done that, to, this is the opportunity for you to do that. Number two, if you have gone into a backslidden slate, you know Jesus, you've given your life to Christ, you've been baptized by water and by the fire. And you're simply saying that I walked away because the world was more appealing. This is your opportunity to come back into the kingdom with a thankful heart. Number three, if you need healing from anything, mind, spirit, physical ailments. The Bible declares that healing is the children's bread. We do believe that God can heal all. Not us, but God can heal. It's no magical thing. It's miraculous when it happens, but it's not no magical incantation that can heal you. The first and foremost thing that you heal is your spirit and your relationship. Isaiah 53 and 4 says, For he was wounded for our transgressions, and he was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. That's for your salvation, first and foremost. The Bible says that he's a balm in Gilead. The Bible said, asking you shall receive. If there's healing in your body, healing in your mind, healing in your spirit, at this moment right now, you see at the bottom of our screen, you see a number that you can call, 301-887-5259, extension 103. We have people on staff that are ready to pray with you, talk with you, minister to you. We're here. We're not just on the internet. We're not just streaming, but we are here for you. And number five, so first, your relationship with God. Second, rededication of your life. Third, receiving of the Holy Spirit. Fourth, healing. And number five, if you're looking for a ministry to be a part of, we would love to have you. We would love to get connected with you. We would love to, to work with you, talk with you, and help you to find your purpose in Christ, help you to walk in liberty. We're available here at Liberty Christian Church International. And as we prepare 
our hearts and minds in this place. I want you to simply ask whoever you're around. This is where you get to become the priest of your home. Ask those that are around you, do you need any of those things? Do you need any of those things? The Bible said that God is faithful and just to perform. What is it that you need in your life? And if all hearts and minds are secure, and this word has been amazing, I, I thank God for this word. And this season that he has us in as a ministry. Once again, we would love to hear from you. And before we close out this service and before I let you go, if you feel led in your heart and liberty has been a blessing to you, we are, we continue to operate, we continue to function through the power and the anointing and the authority of God. But we're asking you to become a financial partner with us. We're asking you to sow into this ministry. You're sowing on good fertile ground when I tell you this. This is not about Pastor Thomas. This is about Liberty Christian Church International. We're asking you to sow into this ministry. We have major plans. We're a small church, but we have major plans. And we, we're, we're trying to build. We're trying to grow. So we can engage in what ministry looks like in the near future. Where it's not just in the four walls of the church. We know there are many churches that are giving away food and giving away clothes and all things. And it's done by the, the donations and the resources that they're able to receive. Liberty doesn't just want to be on the internet, but we want to be in your home. We want to be in your house. We want to be a part of your family. We want to be able to offer things. We, we're trying to build our youth ministry. We're trying to build our church. And we're trying to do the things, not, not just for a place to come to worship, but for a place to be a family and be a beacon in the community. So right now at the bottom of your screen, you see a tab. And it shows you ways that you can give at Liberty. But I also want to add this to it. If you need to mail in, you may be that person that does not trust the internet, giving on the internet. You can mail in your donations as well to Liberty Christian Church International. You can mail it into 1282 Smallwood Drive West, number 326. That's Waldorf, Maryland, 20603. Can somebody put that for me in our comment section? That's 1282 Smallwood Drive West, number 326. That's Waldorf, Maryland, 20603. That's our church mailbox. Um, also, when I say get connected with us, your gifts, your talents, what you're good at, we would love to get connected with you. We can grow together. We can walk together. The Bible says that how can two walk together unless they agree? And we would love to walk with you. Elders, pastors, whoever you may be, you may not have a church home. You may be looking for a place to be planted, to be used. Liberty Christian Church International is here. I can promise you three things. The word of God, the love of God, and the family of God. 
And let me add one more. The development based on God's word. Amen. That's four things. The word of God, the love of God, the family of God, and the development in God's word. I love God's people. Not just a preacher, but I'm a pastor. And I love God's people. I love, I love developing God's people. So you can reach out to us on our website at www.lccimd.org. We would love to have you. We love get, to get connected with you. And we're not just talking about people in the DMV. Because this climate that we're in, we're, we're talking about international, bilingual people. Not just Spanish. We're looking for French pastors. We're looking for German pastors. We're looking for Japanese pastors. We're looking for pastors of all sorts to build the kingdom with us. I love you with the love of God. Remember this. Live on purpose. Live for purpose. But most importantly, live in God's purpose. And guess what? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Be blessed and go in peace. I love you with the love of God.